0: Upon further review. All right welcome to this upon further review podcast spotlighting Greg Olson who retired officially as a Carolina Panther. Did the retirement ceremony and the day go as Olson had imagined?
1: You know I think it I think it went better than I could have expected. I you know I knew it was going to be a special day. I knew the team was going to you know do everything top notch. Um, Their production group, their their staff, the organization, they just, they don't leave a stone unturned. They're they're so good at these events. And I I knew it was going to be great. I think it probably even exceeded my expectations, which is saying a lot, you know, their, their attention to really making Thomas and I feel, you know, so loved and respected and, and um, you know, it's just, it's hard to even put into words. It, It means so much to my family and I, as people who are going to live here now and raise our kids in this community and be a part of this community for a long time, um, to have things end the way they did now with with Carolina means means a great deal to us. And we're looking forward to continuing to be a part of this community going forward.
0: Uh-oh, Olson left out an important part of his speech.
1: Yeah, I think those guys you brought up, um, you know, a lot of those guys we touched on. And I have to address this now, and I'm glad you gave me this opportunity. I had an entire section in my speech that I prepared that was about my relationship and how much I feel about Cam. And I know you guys, you guys who covered knew how much you know, he meant to me. And I had a whole thing written there. And in the midst of my emotions and, and getting going, I sat down next to my wife and I said, oh, my God, I forgot Cam. And as I was going through guys that have impacted my career here, you know, Ryan Khalil is a lifelong best friend and Lou Keekley' is a lifelong best friend and Thomas and JJ and, you know, Cam is, is at the top of that list. And I just, it kind of haunted me since the second I sat down, I said, how did I miss the guy that I probably talked more about for 10 years? I probably talked more about that guy than anyone in my life. And um, I had a whole, and I, it just, in the midst of the emotions and coming down, I was, I was kicking myself um, but those guys you mentioned, um, I owe so much of my career to, um, the friendships that we built, the the good times and the bad, um, you know, I, I, to be able to, you know, I wish they all could have been here. Uh, we were, we had rules about how many guys we could bring and there was a lot of restrictions and whatnot, but you know, those guys know how much I love them, how much I care for them, how much they did for my career. Um, you know, guys that I still touch base with, you know, on a regular basis, um, will forever be friends longer than our careers that, you know, our careers together, um, you know, and, and those guys that you mentioned and, you know, are at, are at the top of the list of people in my life. As far as carrying forward here, um, you know, I, I told I told Coach Rule in our last meeting before I got released. And now, you know, subsequently, even again today, you know, I don't know him real well but as just a fan of the Carolinas and with kids that are going to grow up and be Panther fans, you know, I, I hope they find success. I hope they do well. I, I cheer for them. I root for them. I'm pulling for them. And um, it's the, la- that's the same thing I told him before I left, you know, and I hope, uh, you know, I hope that's the case. And I know everyone in this community feels that way.
0: Some outstanding individual plays will live long in his memory.
1: Um, in my time here, you know, I think at the top of the list uh, you know the, the play I hear the most about from from the fans and uh, people in the organization and outside the organization was the you know the the catch at the end against Seattle I think you know that more than just the catch you know, I said this on a radio show the other day when they brought it up it wasn't my best route it wasn't the most creative route it wasn't the fastest I ever ran it wasn't the hardest ball I ever caught I just think this it was just symbolic of kind of getting over the hump you know for years we kept you know chopping the wood and we kept beating the door down and finally we got past that hump you know we got over what was the the marquee team you know in the league you know especially in the NFC and to go on the road and beat them the way we did coming back from two scores down in the fourth quarter I think that play was just symbolic of that year symbolic of that kind of climb through the you know when we got here together in 11 that climb that was when we realized you know we're on to something here so you know that one stands out you know, I don't know, I, I, I was fortunate to catch a lot of balls and win a lot of games and, and all that. But it really was the memories, you know, sharing. I talked about in my speech, sharing, sharing that moment, pounding the drum with my son and sneaking out of the locker room to watch my daughter, you know, do the top cats at halftime, you know, running out of the tunnel and seeing my kids and my wife standing on the sideline and be able to give them a quick moment, you know, a hug. And before I went to pregame, you know, th- those are the things that I'll always remember, you um, You know, that, the guys, the relationships, um, you know, the good times, the bad ones, we had our fair share of both. So that those are the things that as, as I've gotten further away from it now, and, you know, those are the things you hold on to.
0: Can Olsen imagine Cam Newton coming back someday for a similar retirement event?
1: Well, he deserves it. Um, You know, like I said before, I don't, you know, the midst of emotions and trying to cover a lot of bases, you know, he's a guy that, that you know, you guys all know from covering this, you know, covering us here for all these years, you know, when, when, if there's a list of people who love cam and care for him and appreciate him, you know, I'm at the top of it. You know what I've said before, he's the best thing that ever happened in my career. You know, I don't know if I have the career I had, if I didn't have those nine years together with him, he made me a better player. We, we enjoyed each other as people. We were very different people. And I think that's what made it so special. What made our connection so unique. Um, the, the city the, the city of Charlotte, the organiza- the Carolina Panther organizations when, when Cam's day is done, I don't know when that'll be, how many years from now whatever that'll play its course. But when that day has come, if anybody has earned the right to have a day like today to recognize all he gave to this organization and putting this organization on the map nationally, it's him, it's Luke Keekley you know, it's guys, you know, that transcended just being good football players. I mean, those guys are generational players. Um, and you know, the fact that we overlapped our careers for so long, I got to enjoy today with Luke. He was here. Um, you know, cam cam wasn't able to come, but he's a guy that, that has earned the right to get his send off whenever that time comes. And I know, uh, you know, there's a hundred other guys that played with him that feel the way I do about him, And, um, I hope that day we can all be there and give him the, the send off that, that he deserves.
0: When did Olson and his family realize Charlotte was going to be his permanent home?
1: Yeah. Everything changed. Um, You know, that first off season, the, you know, the spring of 2012, we were having the twins, got the diagnosis during OTAs kind of lived that whirlwind for a few months leading up to, you know, them being born the next fall season, you know, that, that period there from spring through the fall. And just, you know, I touched on it, in my speech, the way the community and the city wrapped their arms around us and supported us, a guy that they really didn't know. Well, I wasn't drafted here. I wasn't a lifer. I wasn't a guy like Thomas and them who played their whole careers, Ryan. You know, I was, I was a new kid. I, you know, I, I was from a different organization came here for one season and, you know, they treated me like I had always spent my whole career here. And I think we realized pretty, you know, pretty quickly going through that process that we had a really special place here, the hospital, the relationships that we have there um, will last a lifetime. So this community is is everything that we were looking for. Um, there was no doubt in our minds when we got back from Seattle that we were going to put our roots here, continue to raise our family, raise our kids here. And, um, you know, I think this was a big step in solidifying, you know, our, our family's roots being here in, in the Carolinas.
0: Did he desire a retirement ceremony like this one?
1: Yeah, it wasn't a matter of me not wanting it. Um, You know, of course, after you spend a long time somewhere and they decide that they're better off moving on without you, any guy who's played that has any ounce of pride or, um, you know, whatnot, you know, feels initially like, yeah, you're hurt, right? Why would they not want you? Why do they feel like they're better off not having you? But then, you know, that quickly you realize – it's coming. That that day is going to come for everybody. It's not personal. It doesn't mean they don't like you. It doesn't mean they don't appreciate you. It's just, it's time to go in a different direction. And, you know, went, went out and played in Seattle for a year and enjoyed our time and, and made the most of a tough situation. And then, um, you know, the second Dave called me and kind of mentioned that they were putting this together, I didn't, I didn't even really consider another alternative. You know, I, I, it was something that I really um, thought was the right thing. I I was appreciative and I was humbled that they wanted to recognize me along with Thomas and do something like today. And um and here we are. It came together real fast. You know, they called me maybe a month ago, you know, maybe three, four weeks, whatever it was. And um, but yeah, I didn't even hesitate. It was the right thing to do. It was something that I I knew at the end was the right way to kind of put a bow on my career. And here we are.
0: Finally. Olson said he almost signed with Coach Rivera and the Washington football team prior to last year's final season he spent with Seattle.
1: It was close. I mean, it, my, the three teams that it came down to were, of course, Seattle, um, Ron and, and company, you know, all my guys, Pete, my tight end coach, RV, the trainer, you know, everybody's there um, in Washington. And then, of course, McDermott and, and crew up in, in Buffalo. You know, there's so many guys on that staff that I have great relationships with, you know, the tight end coach that drafted me in Chicago is his tight end coach there. Um, Dorsey, you know, I played one of the best, some of the best years of my career. Dorsey was our quarterback coach and really was instrumental in growing the tight end role and developing Cam and I's, you know, kind of unique connection and what we were able to kind of, you know, develop there. Um, Eric Washington. And I can go down the line. I mean, guys from my Chicago days, guys from Panthers, just guys I've known around the league. There was a lot of, there was a lot of, um, strong connections there. And, you know, I, I have all the respect in the world for McDermott. I think he's incredible being, you know, all of them. So it was, um, you know, that was a hard decision, you know, between those three. And, you know, I ended up going to a place where I didn't really have any connections. You know, I didn't really have anybody there that I knew real well. Um, but it was an adventure that I wanted to take. It was a challenge that I was excited about. Um, when I signed there, of course, the world wasn't turned upside down at the moment. Um, maybe that would have changed the decision, but I don't regret any of it. I, I learned a lot. It's a special place out there. They do a lot of really cool things in Seattle, the way they run their organization, you know, the way, you know, from the top down, they do a lot of really cool things. You know, it wasn't the personal season that I had hoped for. Um, you, know, you know, things were a little different than what I was used to and, and all that being said, but you know, I, I don't, I don't second guess that decision. I thought it was the best decision for me to kind of grow as a player and as a person, but it was hard to call in Ron and, and McDermott and Bean. you know, those guys are guys I really care about. And, uh, it was hard to call them and say, I'm going, I'm going somewhere else. I, it haunted me for days. You know, it's a decision I didn't really, I didn't, you know, love having to make, but I, I made a decision that I thought was in my best interest and, um, you know, those are guys that I root for and cheer for and care about as people. You know, Bean was the first person who ever called me when I got traded here. And I remind him of that every time we talk to him. I'm like, Bean, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have even known I got traded to Carolina because no one else called me. You know, and now he's, you know, the big, uh, the big man up there calling all the shots. So I have a lot of respect for all those guys, and um, I wish them nothing but the best.
0: And with that, it's another Upon Further Review podcast. Thanks for being along for the ride. This is Mick Mixon on the Carolina Panthers Podcast Network.